Hello and welcome to episode 43 of Our Small Holding Life, Warts and All, when I talk all about life in uh, on our small holding and life in general here in rural West Oxfordshire. Good morning, it's Thursday. Um, it's uh, supposed to be warm today. Um, it's a bit breezy out and it's quite overcast, but it's dry. And it feels mild, very mild for uh, mid-November, um, unseasonably so. Um, I, what I did have some... I did think I'd go outside and work. Uh, that was my agenda. However, then I had a, a thought process, as you do. <laughs> Or as I do, and then uh, and then there was something I wanted to try, so I thought I'll, I'll try that first. I'll give that a go. I just want to try to see, try to see if I can do some like Christmas dried flowers in pots. Um, so uh, I, I'm getting started on that instead, <laughs> but um, hopefully I will get outside at some point today. Um, the 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 thing with the um, podcast, the anchor with the uh, not saving. I finally had an email from them. And apparently, um, with the uh, the next, uh, what, do you, what do you call that? Not an upgrade, but the next update, um, it, they're supposed to be, it's supposed to be uh, rectified. So as yet, obviously it hasn't updated and uh, it's still not working at the minute, but hopefully, at least I've got some um, communication from them. So I thought that's it, never going to hear the end, uh, hear from them ever again. Uh, and just constantly save it into the library and use it bring it back out again but hopefully that will all be uh working fine um in a couple of days time which will save me a bit of time so yeah that's what I'm uh planning on doing today well I had planned on one thing decided I might change it slightly to something else give that a go if I can't get that to work how I think it's going to I'll abandon that and go outside and work It's 10 o'clock um, Friday. I had no idea what it was, day it was just for a minute. Um, 10 o'clock Friday. Um, I put the eggs out this morning. It's very mild. I could feel the breeze uh, coming from the south. Warm. It's warm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's quite mild. It's dry at the minute. Uh, I have done nothing this morning. It is now 10 o'clock. Uh, apart from um, I have my breakfast and put the eggs out. I have done nothing this morning because I've been watching a documentary for an hour and a half. Not something I would normally do. Um, not anything connected with small holding, but um, this was a documentary called uh, My Mind and Me. And it was um, by Selena Gomez. Um who some of you may have heard of. It's a little outside my genre, <laughs> being that much older. But um, if you didn't know, uh, Selena Gomez has lupus. Um, and uh, I think a few years back now, she had uh, she had to have a kidney transplant because of it. Um, and so this documentary was m- more about the mental health issues that she suffer with, suffers with. Uh, but... Um, 
the which are which watching the documentary are a result of um life in general but there are but lupus is very complex and it can give you it can cause or it can manifest um mental health issues uh on so many levels <coughs> excuse me um anxiety uh brain fog just uh, depression because of the state of i don't even know what that is all about to be fair i mean there are times when i've felt really low usually when you're ill uh you know everything hurts and everything else i i don't know and it's um it drags you down it drags you right down and then you begin to think about all the other things that you don't, you know, you're not, uh, what am I doing? What, why am I here? What, what's going to happen to me? All of those kind of things. So it's, um, I wanted to watch it. Um, it was a very raw and emotional, uh, documentary, but, um, well worth a watch if anybody, um, suffers, uh, mentally, with anything, anything really is well worth watch. Very brave, courageous young lady that is determined to keep going. I think that's that's the thing as well. She's determined to keep going and she's determined to make it count. She has a voice and she's determined to make it count, which is um which is incredible really. Uh so yeah. That's all I've done this morning. Of what I was determined to watch that and I did and uh I just identified with so many things in there that um it was it was uh, great to watch i am also not going to be doing much else this morning because um shelly message and we're just we're going to pop out with um, sam and the kids again this morning so i'm not going to get an awful lot done even though i should be doing it but you know hey life's for living as well as working um just while i'm waiting for samantha to arrive i thought i'll just talk a little bit um I sold one of my flower bars. Woohoo! I'm really happy about that. Lady's coming to pick that up tomorrow. Uh, one of the things I'm constantly thinking about is the, the social media side of things. We don't have, we're not in a town. We're not, there's, you know, you have to walk, um, even if you lived in the village, you'd have to walk, if you lived on the outskirt of the village, quarter of a mile to get to us if you were walking. Um, so, I mean, we have cars down the lane they pass down the lane so probably I should uh use the end of my drive a lot more than I do it's just got a board out there at the minute and I'm kind of planning on that next year um for the flowers at least anyway but uh so social media is your outreach if you like that's where you reach out to people uh so that they know where you are and um but it takes up a lot of time it takes a lot of time up <laughs> to keep uh you know i mean i guess the most successful people are the ones that are constantly um plugging away on it i don't know uh, obviously it's um a kind of distorted view of the world uh on on social media because you're only seeing the good um you know the fantastic shot that they got or uh the amazing reels that they make or things like that so it, it's uh <laughs> when you're you know got life as well to deal with it it's quite a lot of uh keeping up with uh social media is quite hard work um and one of the things that uh say so one of the things that my mentor would say is um that if you are i mean Let's face it, we're, I'm at the age in my life where I'm not looking to 
uh, earn a, a, a living out of this, a massive wage. I don't, you know, we don't need that anymore. So we can um, tickle along, if you like, rather than rather than run along. And um, so I, it's not massively important, but it is important to keep that constantly, keep that. Uh, that engagement with people so that they do you know otherwise if you don't they're just gonna it's just gonna fall to the wayside and they're gonna forget where you are who you are and what you do but um so yeah so one of the things that uh my you know has been discussed is the fact that if you are running it and you want um a successful business you know this is your career if you like or your your life uh wage this is what you this is the main way you're going to earn your income um, then to keep a uh, an email list of all your customers as well, because as she right like rightly says, if the you know the social networks go down for any reason, um, you still need to be able to contact your customers. Uh, that's not something I've done yet. Um, not got an email list of people. I probably should, but um, I haven't. But that's just a word of sort of advice for anybody who's uh, you know building up to. Um, a bigger uh setup than we than we've got here is to make sure you've got a list of um of email addresses uh you know or that you can then get in touch with people if all the social media sites go down for whatever reason you know it's potential there's potentially they will you still need to keep in touch with people i mean the the whole the whole, the whole uh, landline thing has sort of fallen by the by now i mean i mean I think our our phone very rarely rings. We very rarely use our house phone, but we've still got it just in case we ever need it. Um, and I, I think I've said before we we've got we've also got one of the old type phones. So so we got the phone we got are like um, they sit on the base and the base connects to the other base the other handset and there it's digital and so you can see who's ringing and uh, things like that. We st- we've still got one of the old phones that you literally plug into the telephone socket because if we get a power cut, we can't use those phones that are electric. They don't, they, you know, that the plug in, that the base station plugs into the electric because they don't work. <laughs> so so uh, we keep um, an old phone, you know, an old style phone that you actually plug into the uh into the wall into the telephone socket and I actually did think you know in the day where in the day and age now where we've got to save a little bit of electric here and there maybe we should just do away with those and plug the old one back in and uh, that's just using the telephone line rather than any um energy uh, which makes more sense because we that we you know as i said we very rarely use it um so maybe maybe that would be a good thing yeah so um what else was there? Oh, so the, the other thing I was going to say is there are hundreds of little things that I do on a daily basis that um that I don't sort of incorporate into the into the podcast because you know they they're tedious they they they're just the routine jobs that you do all the time that um you know nobody wants to know that I've ticked that off the list today and I've ticked that off the list today and you know. The rabbits have been cleaned out, you know, the water buckets have all been scrubbed, um, all of that kind of thing. They're all things that you do on a daily basis anyway, like, I don't know, like cleaning the bathroom and hoovering the kitchen and things like that, all very mundane, boring things that everybody does. But, um, 
Yeah, so it's, it's very difficult. What I'm trying to say, really, I suppose, it's very difficult to keep the momentum going about the kind of things that are happening when not a lot is happening, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, not a lot is happening today. I'm going to go out in a minute and uh, into the big wide world because I can. And I was thinking about that the other day, too, about the day, you know, back a couple of years in, in the pandemic when we couldn't do anything. And it actually seems really odd now that we weren't allowed to go out and do things. So, you know, we can now say get out there and grab those opportunities and go out and do things as well as uh, as working because uh, time goes by and uh, before you know it, we might be in another lockdown, who knows? It's Saturday. It's ridiculously warm. The sun is out. It's beautiful. It's like spring. <laughs> Crazy, eh? Um, this morning I have just finished doing um, all the reeds that I need, plus a couple of extras. Um, oh, dog. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and uh, I was just, uh, just going out. The lady came to collect the flower bar today, and I'm going out to fix the bell because it's not working. Um, John's popped off to get some more cement, and he's when I came out here is effing at the dog because he, he's just done the last the, the next section of the path and the dog's walked all the way through it but I'm just coming out to the front here because he shuttered it all up and blocked it all off and went off and the dog's come to meet me at the front again so I don't even want to look at what the dog's done in the cement again um but he has only put like um we had some plastic wire fencing that he's just put around that, so um, it's not really surprising that the dog's walked all the way through it. Not once, but it looks like twice. So he's not going to be very happy when he comes back. Uh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, meanwhile, I'm trying to fix this bell. All I'm trying to do is get the cover off the bell, but do you think I can get it off? Absolutely not. Um, because people keep saying, oh, I don't think your bell's working. And no, it's not. And unless I look out the front when they happen to be there, I'm going to miss them if they try ringing it. So, but yeah, it's a glorious day. It's, it's so beautiful. Um, such a lovely day. <laughs> it's crazy. It's mid-November. I don't even know what life is like sometimes. <laughs> so I managed to get the case off of the battery, um, the, the bell cover. Uh, so I went indoors. I pressed it when I was out here. It's not working. I went indoors. Um, started to try and get the battery out. And frightened myself to death because I must have accidentally pressed the bell push and the ba- bell went off. So the bell is actually working, I think. I'm not sure if I can hear it indoors now. I don't know what's quite going on with it. The unit is... Um, I don't know. Maybe there's something I'm going to have to get it out and clean it all out again and put it away but yeah frightened myself to death <laughs> the bell went off i'm just sitting having a cup of tea um john's come home with the extra cement and discovered that the dog's been walking through his cement again his uh concreting again um <laughs> oh dear oh dear well you know you need a little bit more robust fencing really don't you um yeah, I'm just having a cup of tea. And we have a lady come in uh, this afternoon um, to collect too. So she read my uh, blog and she um, inquired as to whether she could have rescue two of the hens that would um, most likely be culled um, because she has a lonely hen. 
Um, and so she's come in, which is nice. That's that's a good way. To, she's come in to uh, get two of the hens. So that'll save them from... Um, I said they won't be laying. She's like, no, that's fine. They're just for companionship for her lonely hen. So, so that's nice. Um, and that's much better, I think, than anything else. Um, yeah, and then... I'll, sorry, John's out the side there trying to stop shouting at the dog. <laughs> On the whole, in the podcast, I try not to do any of it when John is about because he is totally oblivious to the fact that I'm, I'm either talking to someone on the phone or I'm recording something for the podcast and he would just carry on uh, coming at me talking anyway. <laughs> so I try not to do it. So that's what you can hear. I was sat in the kitchen. I thought I was safe. But no, he's out the side here. Um, the dog's been getting through a gap in the fence, so he's now fixed that. Hello, it's Sunday morning, nine o'clock. Um, John has done the animals and is already outside uh, getting, uh, what do you call that? He's um, putting all the, the bits in place, shuttering, shuttering up uh, the area that he's dug up so that he can um, put in the last piece of the, of the nice smooth path um, all the way around the side of the building to the back door. Um, the reason, one of the reasons we've done that, two reasons really, the, uh, we're a little bit lower than the fields next door. And so when it rains, and if the uh, fields have been eaten off by um, grazing animals, that water will just tends to keep coming down. If, it, if the grass is long, um, it tends to soak in a lot more and not come our way. But also, we've, the, the torrential downpours that we have uh, had um, in the last couple of years, I mean, we don't seem to just get normal rain anymore, it's just torrential. Um, it's quite a lot of volume all in one go, and it tends to flow, you know, because we're kind of on a slope. It's very subtle, the slope, but it is there it all tends to run towards, uh, you know, it comes towards the building from next door and then away down our fields. So the more we can keep it away from our buildings, um, the better we can channel it down towards the fields and that's fine. That's one of the reasons and because, um, you know, the, the rain is getting worse each every year uh, in its volume, short bursts of massive volume uh, rain. So that that's one of the reasons. The other reason is um, when we kind of did, or when I did like risk assessments to then have people come in for workshops, that was an area identified as a risk um, because it was uneven, uh, broken, um, different levels, etc., etc., And so um, it made sense to uh, put a whole new path in. So that's exactly what John's done. So it's now a nice, even path all the way around. Um, I, one year I did actually slip on it quite nastily because it sort of grew loads of algae and, you know, green, it was green and slimy and, you know, and there's, there was bits in it. We tripped over bits and down bits and all sorts so it was a bit of a it was a trip hazard so yeah it was identified as a risk and so we have uh made it uh risk free well as much as possible you know just have to warn people that it's a path and there's a side and you might etc etc in the way that you do these days so that was one thing that we um 
that's one reason that we did that. Well, there were two reasons. One benefited us. Well, both benefit us, really, but one one for the sort of change in weather patterns and the other for uh, to keep people safe when they're on site, um, which is very important. Um, we do have, we have, I don't know, uh, so we have um, public liability um, for our small holding um, because, uh, you know, initially we were, uh, you know, we had girls on site for DIY livery. So we had to have public liability for anybody coming on here. So we do have that. My insurance is, our insurance is due for renewal. I think it's sort of February time. So what I would probably do then is get the, they come out. We're with NFU, which I find absolutely great. Um, they are brilliant. They've been um, always helpful. And we had the fire here. They were straight out. Yep, yeah, do this, 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 this. Get some quotes. Yep, yeah, do that. And it was it was done and dusted. There was no quibble. It was done. Um, <clears throat> so we've always stuck with NFU. Um, not, you know, one of the other reasons is because they will, they tend to have local... Uh, offices and they send out people to look and they will tailor your insurance to your small holding you know because obviously we don't have a standard build here um so they had to take all that into account uh but they they've always been absolutely brilliant um so i will get them out in february i think it is to come and have a look around and say this is what i'm this is what i'm now changing to this is what i'm now doing where do you think the areas that I need to hone the insurance um, cover on rather than, uh, you know, um, horses. We still have R2, but we don't really have a lot of horses. So I will do that come February. And uh, But uh, as I said, we do have... So if you do, you know, if you have got small holding and you haven't got public liability and you do have people come on to the site, then I would get public liability if I were you. Um the other thing we always I've always had is product liability as well. So I do have that too. Uh yeah, so today, what am I doing today? So uh Charlotte and Mac are gonna come for roast dinner later. So I've got a, fl- a feather blade of beef out. Um I actually I think I'm gonna put that in the slow cooker because that will um free up my time. So we're gonna have a feather blade of beef in the slow cooker. And um and all the trimmings with it. And I'm going to do, obviously Charlotte um, is celiac, so I'm going to do a nice gluten-free self-sourcing chocolate pudding, I think that's what I'm going to do. And I did buy, I have got um, a box of oranges coming again from Spain, direct from the grower. Um, And, but I did, I bought some oranges in the supermarket because, I mean, we are in orange season now, so they are seasonal, even though they're coming from Spain. Um, we are, I want to make some, you know, Christmas things. So I bought some unwaxed oranges and lemons to, because I don't have any as yet. So actually I might even make it a chocolate orange pudding. That would be quite nice, wouldn't it? Or might just like bake the, the, um, the chocolate oranges, uh, bake the oranges, orange slices on top of it and make it a little bit orangey. That would be quite nice. I think that's what I do. Meanwhile, John will be outside doing doing all of that. And I am going to clean, give the kitchen and living room a bit of a clean uh, first thing this morning so that that's done. Um, yeah, uh, yesterday I also, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but I, so I'd seen this on the thing and I made some um, wreaths out of weeds. Uh, and I think it's hoary mustard that I'm using, but I don't quote me because I'd have to look it up 
next year. When I'd have to look at it next year when it's actually in flower. Because it's dead now, so I can't really tell what it is. But I think it's hoary mustard. And um, it just sends out long tendrils. And they're quite tough. And so when you pull them up, uh, dried, they make great, you know, and weave them. They they make great wreath bases. So um, they're, not, they're a bit flimsy. But, um, but they look good. And my sister said, oh, yeah, you could make different sizes. And, and then you could hang them. And they would make, like, a Christmas tree effect. And I'm like... Mm, yeah, might give that a go somewhere along the line. So look out for that. Um, I <laughs> haven't seen, um, I think, I haven't looked at, I think it was Everlong Farm. I looked at her um, small holding uh, podcast thingy and I thought, what is this buy me a coffee thing? So I went on there and um, in order to find out what it was all about, I kind of joined it. So I now have a, a buy me a coffee link. So if anybody wants to buy me a coffee, do feel free. Don't feel any pressure. It's uh, it's just something I thought I'll have a go at. Like, I need to try and hone all of my social media and website things all into one um, thing. But it's, uh, I mean, just sitting there doing that was giving me a headache. I was trying to trying to connect up the WordPress uh, which is the blog, um, Anchor, which is the podcast, with the uh, social media pages for the farm and the flowers, which is, um, yeah, it's all a bit of a headache for me, really. I, um, because I, I did it all, all in bits and pieces as I went along and nothing's really collated. Uh, <laughs> that's me all over, to be fair. But, um, yeah, one day I might do. But I, I just sat there and thought, this is just giving me a headache. I just can't, I can't do this. I, I haven't got time for this. <laughs> So, but one day, one day I might get there and do it. You never know. It's uh, almost midday and uh, I've been, I've done some cleaning and it uh, feels quite nice now. It's a bit cleaner. Um, just a hoover and a whip round with the dust, nothing major. Um, and then John's still, he's just finishing off the path out there. He's almost finished. Poor man. Uh, and uh, I'll prep some veg for dinner later. But then I thought I'll go out and um, cut some more flowers for drying. And um, so not only am I thinking about uh, the Christmas wreath workshops coming up, and I have ordered um, some Irish noble fir, uh, because I don't know, I've tried to get in touch with a couple of the local um, Christmas tree farms around here, but they all use their their offcuts to make their own wreaths so I had to order in some because I wanted a little bit of luxury as well but I wanted to make sure it was coming you know locally I say locally I mean it's Ireland but I couldn't get any from Wales so I've got a little bit of that coming but that's it really that's the only thing I've ordered in um so yeah not only am I thinking about uh, the upcoming wreath workshops now but I'm also thinking now ahead also to Mother's Day next year because we don't have a lot of uh, fresh flowers in this country ready for Mother's Day we certainly don't have roses at a push we, you might get tulips depending on how what the weather's like you definitely got daffodils and things but there's not an awful lot around so you have to be a little bit creative and think outside the box and so at the minute I have lots of um, pink spray can uh, spray chrysanthemums all call them carnations chrysanthemums with the tiny little heads so I'm gathering lots of those and anything pink that I've got out there some little pink um the fairy roses anything with pink in it and purple in it uh, to dry and and I will hopefully make either some dried flower pot arrangements or some dried flower wreaths uh, you know available for for mother's day next year in march 
that's how far ahead you've got to be. You've got to be on your game, really, and think ahead. Um, I, I've just, as I said, I've just cleaned and then I bought in these uh, uh, flowers to, that I've cut to hang up and dry. And again, I'm running out of hanging space, really. And um, it's, it's another reason why I'm thinking I really do need a separate room for this um to do because it makes a mess it, uh, dried flowers are messy and dusty when you're you know you're working with them and um i think it's a good it's a good uh, a good part of my argument to get a separate room workshop um up and running really uh in terms of converting one of the stables the other reason is uh, quite a few people have asked me and said well where can we come and have a look at your things well you you can't really you have to come to my home <laughs> and um you know I send them photos of what they want to look at but if I sort of had a place where I say well I'm open on Saturday morning to come and have a look um I think it would be you know a whole lot uh easier for people to come and browse and um I definitely think you would probably end up selling more if people came to look than, uh, you know, just putting photos on social media. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing this morning. That's what I've been up to. Um, and, uh, yeah, luckily the weather is amazing and the flowers are still blooming. I'm out of there. What did I just see that? I thought, what on earth? They're all coming out again. Um, I can't remember what it was now, but you've got cyclamen coming out now, which, which they're supposed to, and then you've got everything else is, uh, like... Uh, having a second flush of things it's like crazy but you know what'll happen is the first time we get any harsh frost that's going to kill them off and that will be a bit of a worry because it may even kill off the plant entirely so it's going to be a bit uh a bit tricky when it suddenly dips down like that for the plants morning it's monday morning uh it's only nine o'clock just gone it's foggy and a bit dank out there but you just hate one of those days when everything's going really well and then all of a sudden not <laughs> as it were so i thought uh, i suddenly had well i already had one bouquet to do for wednesday and then i suddenly had two more come in and uh as we forecast heavy rain later today and tomorrow i thought all right i'll get out there this morning and cut all the flowers and there's some beautiful flowers ready and I'm just going around matching up you know the colours and just look amazing I thought great that's done and I as I'm going around I think right I need to do that I do that I'll get that done today and uh but first of all I'll just pop in and make myself a cup of coffee as you do open the fridge and the pears that I put in the sugar syrup in the, I put I gave some to Charlotte to take home and then I put two in the fridge for me for today Opened the door and the whole thing fell out because I didn't put a lid on it. I put one of those silicone covers on it because um, I couldn't find the lid. It fell out and it's uh, it's gone all everywhere. So nice sugar, sticky sugar syrup everywhere, all over the floor, all over the inside, on every shelf in the fridge that you can think of. I'm like, oh, just when I was getting into my stride thinking, yeah, I'm going to get this done, get this done, this done. And then suddenly, uh, not. <laughs> suddenly I got to clear out that mess. Well, I've just sort of mopped it up for now and then I will, once it's dried and sticky, I'll be able to see where it all is. I'm like, oh my days, that is <laughs> not good. Yeah, so I've been cutting um, flowers and foliage uh, for a few bouquets, which is lovely. I'm just 
Look at they're all on the sitting on the kitchen table at the minute, just looking them over to make sure they're all all right. But uh, it's nice to get some uh, work come in, even at this time of year. I am planning on doing some more um, dried flower wreaths some point this week. I didn't want to do, I could have done some yesterday, but I didn't want to do them yesterday because I just cleaned the kitchen and I know what a mess it's going to make. So I thought I'll leave that and do it in the week. But um, yeah, so I'm going to, so most of the cosmos and everything has all gone over now. So I can clear out the rest of the other bed in the poly tunnel. And um, I, had, I had thought what was going in there and now I just can't remember. So I have to walk around and refresh my memory. But, um, and I'm going around identifying things that, right, okay, so I've got some uh, chrysanthemums that are growing outside. But because of the wet weather, they're not looking the best, whereas the ones that are growing indoors look amazing, the ones that are growing in the polytunnel. So I'm thinking, okay, so um, spring, I dig them up and either pot them up so that I can move them in and out, which is probably the, um, the best way. They get the best of both worlds then. They get all the nice uh, spring um sunshine and rain if we have any and growth uh and things like that and then i can move them in out of the way of the damage of the rain and the and the wind and the frost so that's what i'm gonna do but yeah um yeah it was going so well and it's only nine o'clock and i thought this is gonna be a good day and now i've got sticky sugar syrup all over the inside of my fridge so i have to address that at some point Tuesday, uh, 10 to 10. What a lousy day. It's been raining um, quite a lot in the night. It woke me up. It's quite heavy at times. Got puddles out there. Um, and I think, I don't think it's going to move on until later on this afternoon. So, uh, yeah, that's a, not a nice day for anything outside. So, this morning I've been, uh, um, yesterday I spent the day making dried flower wreaths. Um, and today, uh, I'm just trying to be photograph them and um, put them up for sale and um, titivate the ones. Oh, yeah, and get the two bouquets wrapped ready for collection at some point this morning. I think she's coming. So they're all ready to go. Um, the local DIY yard has just been the six ton of uh, type one, I think you call it, to put down on the um, the driveway out there to bring it up to a similar level to the path and then it will just need a top layer of um, shingle and uh, that will be good to go then which would be nice that'll be all sort of done out there then I think more or less give or take um, yeah so it's not a very nice day out it's pouring with rain um, potentially I might make mince pies today ready for the or at least the pastry. I needed a few batches of it, quite a few. Um, so I, excuse me, I'm eating as well at the same time. Um, make a few batches of uh, mince pies. They'll have to hide them in the freezer from John. Otherwise I'll have to make a load more before time, before the thing comes. It's getting to the stage now where, uh, sort of at the weekend, I'll be going out trying to cut foliage and that ready for, or next week. It's a job, really. It depends on the weather a lot of it, but... Um, start cutting foliage ready for the wreath evenings um i've got the fur on order so that's good uh yeah it's gonna be exciting but the the time is whizzing past i'm like oh my goodness 
And last night, John's like, well, what date do you want to go Christmas shopping? What, just one day? It doesn't work like that. Not with our lot. <laughs> Got a lot of them. <laughs> you wander around half the time. Unless you have a definite idea of what you're going to get. Um, to be honest, they're not, uh, you know, they don't have a lot. So it's not massive, massive problem, but, um, or a massive headache. But, you know, still probably more than one day out looking, trawling around, trying to find something. Because um, when I, I don't, I don't like um, just to give them anything. I, I like to give them something they're going to use or, you know, something that's going to be worthwhile. Um, not just uh, anything that I see or grab. So uh, I like to... Uh, I like it to have either some meaning, either that they're going to use it, it's purposeful, or something like that. Um, so, yeah, it'll probably take me more than one day. <laughs> but I've been allocated a day at the minute, so that's all right. It's one o'clock and it has stopped raining at the minute. And the sun is actually trying to come out, but it's been the most filthy morning. Horrible. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I dare say we've got more to come, but I don't know. But for a minute, it's not raining, so that's good. Um, as it was absolutely lashing down at times, I thought, well, I will do things indoors. Um, so that's what I've been doing, taking some photographs of bits and pieces that I want to put up for sale. And also, um, uh, must have been a couple of weeks ago, I ordered a six-bucket uh, flower stand from i think it's uk plant displays or something like that uh something like that um anyway that arrived and i put that together it's very simple it it uh it, it folds you know it comes all apart so it'll go in the boot of uh, even the smallest car very easily um i already had the buckets so that was good um and i'll be able to take my flowers mobile with that because uh that would be easy to transport and so my thinking along the lines of well I would be able to go out and say do um hen do activities for a couple of hours where people I take all my flowers along and people learn how to make up a hand tie bouquet um I could potentially do um a stall somewhere with that uh, even dried flowers would go in it fine um so that that's why I ordered it. And uh, yeah, I was quite excited to get that and think, well, that's going to be good. And I'm also thinking I'm probably going to use it on the wreath evenings because I'm going to load the buckets up with lots of different foliage. Um, it's going to be very useful, hopefully. So uh, put that together and that's that's fabulous. Um, lady came and collected her bouquets. So that was good. And then I've been watching um, a masterclass on soil. Um so I, I've learned about soil. I mean, we all learned about soil when we were at school in, I, I don't know which class, geography or biology or something, the layers of soil. And then obviously I learned about it again when I went to college and uh, you just, you keep, you, you know, you're always reading things about soil, but I think it doesn't hurt to go back and just um, refresh your knowledge of things that, that you know and uh, what I'm trying to say is like over the years you just you do things and you get into the routine of doing things and they just become normal and natural and part of your day life routine what you know etc etc um 
And sometimes you can't think about, well, what actually do I know? Because it's just part and parcel of what I am, what I do and who I am, you know, etc. So sometimes it doesn't hurt to go back and just watch something or see something or read up something that just um, refreshes your memory to start with. Uh, and, you know, and you'll be looking at it and think, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'd forgotten that, I'd forgotten that. Uh, I think it's a good thing to always... Just keep refreshing your memory, like, re- like the refresh button, um, just to keep it, it, keep things relevant, really, and so that you always uh, understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. So that's what I've been doing this morning, watching watching that, listening to that, which is quite very interesting. And, you know, even I'm watching it thinking, oh, yeah, I'd forgotten that, I'd forgotten that, um, which makes me much more excited to get started on uh, to sort of like adding extra things to my compost heap and things so that all mulching and things like that, because they're all, is all beneficial. Um, and I don't know what I'm going to do this afternoon, because I did think the rain was going to be set in for the day. But uh, I'm tempted to go out for a walk, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Just, <laughs> I'm probably going to get absolutely soaked if I did that. So uh, I, st- I didn't do. I haven't done the um, mince pies yet. I could still do that this afternoon. But I think I'm going to have a cup of tea and a bit of lunch first, and then uh, and then I'll then I'll decide. Well, it's ten past three, and I was going to get something done this afternoon. But I thought what I'll do is I'll just quickly get my insurance for the upcome, upcoming trip to Lapland. God, it won't take me 10 minutes, will it? Ha, ha, ha. Oh, my days. So <laughs> I went through the link on the, the, with the company that it's actually booked with. Put in all my details, labor, long and laborious, because obviously I then have to declare, um, you know, medical conditions. Um, so did that, declared them all. And this particular one, so I think the insurance started about £40, and then by the time I declared everything that I got wrong with me, it was another £35 on top. This is for like three days. So <laughs> come out about £90-something. Pound. So, or so, somewhere near that. And um, so I went, for okay, that's fine. So I put it all in, ticked all the boxes, everything, went to um, sort of buy it, if you like, and then the thing come attention needed. You need to need a title for the first person. So I'll go through all of the, go back through it all. Think right. There's no drop down menu for a title. I assume they're looking for misses, but there's no drop down menu for any title whatsoever. So I thought well, I'll go back a page. So I went back a page. Uh, try, had a little scandal through it. No, nothing there. Came back into that next page, and now in the attention thing, I've got whole list of things uh question two needs attention question so i'll go back through all them and they've all it's all been checked and i checked that i checked it if you see what i mean and so i thought okay okay get off the website start all over again so i started all over again went through the same thing carefully checking every drop down menu get to the thing to say next and it says attention needed the need a title for the first person (laughs) I'm like, are you bloody kidding me? Oh, dear. So I thought, okay, I won't bother with that then. I will go elsewhere and find some insurance. So then I logged on to the post office insurance. <clears throat> Single trip, nice and easy. Uh, and they went through all the, the same, similar thing, and it was in a much um, easier format. 
put in all my details, declared all my extra medical um, conditions, etc. And it came out 26 quid. And I was like, bargain. So I bought that one. So there's a tip for anybody going anywhere. Just have a look at post office. We've had post office insurance before and it does come out very much cheaper. Um, I thought, oh dear. And it was simple. And I just click, 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 straight through, no problem. So I was like, so that take, took me far longer than it should have to do that. So consequently, I didn't do anything else. And now I'm going to sort the washing out instead. It's uh, quarter past nine on Wednesday morning. Um, the sun is shining, but we had uh, horrendous rain. I, I think I said yesterday it was like filthy morning, and then it sort of dried up in the afternoon. And but then, um, literally about half past four, it started raining torrentially, and <laughs> it didn't stop for quite a long time all night. I think, and even then this morning it was still raining. But the sun's come out now, which is quite nice. Um, I've got a sort of a busy but fractured day today. Uh, I've got a, a bouquet of flowers that's got to be delivered at some point later on this afternoon. Um, and then I have got a uh, COVID jab um, just after five in the next town along. Um, but I've been this morning, I have um, done all the usual household bits, but um, been cutting twisted or actually contorted hazel uh ready a big bag of it ready for because we've got a big tree at the front which is lucky lucky for me um and i've been cutting that ready for the uh uh wreath workshop so i've cut that and hopefully i'll I'll wait for it to dry off the leaves will drop off and then there'll be lots of contorted hazel um if anybody wants to use that so now i'm going to start um over the next few days uh gathering stuff um, all kinds of stuff for um, the the wreath workshops. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a case of going out and identifying large areas of ivy, which we've got. I said to John, well, we've got loads of it growing on the fences over there, which and the fences are rotten on the front fence. We had a look at that the other day. Mind you, if I take the ivy off, and <laughs> the whole fence might fall down, but there is, uh, in our hedge line, there is quite a big a lot of ivy. So that's not too bad. Samantha's got um, holly, holly bushes. And then it will be a case of, uh, oh, I've got a mass, the, the big um, eucalyptus trees at the front, although they've got the elongated leaves, but there are some um, branches with the, with the rounder bits, the rounder ones that people like. And I've got a very small eucalyptus bush. But I'm going to go around and I'm going to, like I've got Paris uh, and um, Things like that. So just uh, all the evergreen bits I've got, I will be going around giving the bushes a big clip and uh, collecting as much evergreen bits and pieces I can ready for ready for next week. I'll do it over, the, over this week and next week, I think, over the weekend and into next week, probably. I've identified a big area of um, bracken that is uh, um, up near the, one of the... Uh, Oh, I lost totally lost my train of thought then. Up near the uh, garden centre where we went the other day. And on the back road there, there's lots of bracken and it's all dried nicely and brown. So, because um, in uh, wreaths this year, there's quite a trend for dried in amongst um, the green, 
which is lucky for me because I've got plenty of dried. I, I make available all my dried stuff that I've got um, for people to use should they choose to. So, yeah, um, yeah, so I was going to start focusing on that now. Oh, what else? Oh, the farrier's coming today as well. So, <laughs> so the farrier's come in as well today. So that the horses have got to come in and um, just get cleaned off and so that the farrier can uh, do his job properly. Um, yeah, so, but, uh, oh, and John wants me to try and um, level out some of the type one that was delivered. He did do some last night until torrential rain came. <laughs> um, but uh, I said I'd have a go at doing, raking some of that out, but uh, we'll see how much of that I get done. So yeah, I've got uh, a fair amount to get get sorted today in bits and pieces and, as always, my mind is whirring with the next project. So, uh, it's now quarter past four. Um, I've just eaten my dinner because I want to get mine eaten before I go off to have my COVID jab. And I'm just getting John's and he's out doing the animals. It's been a busy uh, sort of afternoon, like I said, with all the bits and pieces going on. The farrier actually then came early, so that was good. She was due to be here just at the time I was going for my jab. So he's already been got, been and gone, coming gone and um they tie i he'd got the horses tied up on the hard standing and finished them and john came out and was chatting to him and i thought i'll pick up the hay and that was in the stable and take it out to the field for them to finish off came back and there they were two chattering away and the horses had got loose wandering around and they didn't even notice <laughs> i was like oh my this is why you don't leave them in charge of children people um <laughs> yeah so i'm just getting the the dinner sorted now um John has said on the radio today, um, the supermarkets are going to start limiting customers to a dozen eggs each. Um, I, there's been a lot of chatter on uh, social media. I think there is an egg shortage coming. And then I also think we need to work out how we're going to best serve our loyal customers um, if that does happen. Uh, and I'm not quite sure how yet, but um, I'll have a chat to John have a think about it and see what we can do because that's only fair really hello it's thursday morning um gosh we've had a lot of rain and we have now got a mini lake in the um front paddock uh i i've seen um you know when the memories pop up on your um page so i know that in previous years we have had a full-on lake down there so it's actually not as bad as some other years that we've had it so but it's continuously rained and sometimes it's just torrential uh surely the reservoirs are full by now i don't know maybe not because it's not you know normally like i said we would have a one of our paddocks almost full of water and it's not it's got a bit of water so maybe you know the the reservoirs are not full yet. Um, it's supposed to be dry today, so that's good. And I am probably going out uh, with Shelley uh, for a mooch around somewhere and a coffee. Um, I had my COVID vaccination yesterday. Um, a double booster, apparently. So one against the Omicron variant as well. Um, I didn't feel a thing. And my arm doesn't hurt this morning. So far, so good. I don't feel too bad at all. So... Hopefully, I, but I, I do query. I said to John, if it wasn't for the, if I didn't have the lupus, I probably wouldn't keep having them, <laughs> to be fair, because I thought, I, I don't really know what this stuff is going into my body all the time. Um, 
I've said before, it's a matter of personal opinion. And, you know, initially we were all frightened to death um, that we were just going to drop dead. And so, you know, we all had them and everything. And, um, and, and you know, maybe we're just going to have to... But I've had... And this is my fifth or sixth. I don't even know. I've lost count now. Because I had... Uh, first of all, I had the, the first dose, the second dose, and a third primary dose, and then a booster. Um, and then another booster <laughs> or something. And this is my fifth one, I think. Yeah, one, two, three... Four, maybe this is the fifth. I don't know. I've lost count. To be fair, I'd have to look it up on my app. Um, I was thinking, how much? You know, how many more do I really need? Uh, anyway, that's beside the point. So, um, the one thing that is occupying my mind this morning, and I just don't know how to um, deal with this, is that uh, now all over the radio and the television, and they're talking about um, supermarkets limiting um, egg egg uh, sales to two boxes per person. Um, I can do that easily enough here, but what I really wanted to do was protect those loyal customers that have come no matter what to get their eggs against people who are just coming because they can't get them anywhere else which has happened to us before um during the lockdown we just had people coming out of the woodwork everywhere uh and then never saw them again i I literally had one woman ran up from the local village um but she's not been back since then so it's a case of i really want to and these are the people you know some of these people have been coming for years and i really wanted to try and protect them because we don't have masses um and you know and i also think part of me thinks well where were these people when i had trays and trays of them trying to get rid of them you know trying to push them trying to move them they were nowhere to be seen um but my loyal customers will still keep coming so i I don't know i I kind of thought should i put maybe i john said maybe do a token thing put the token some token in the shed and um you know those people that are coming that are regulars now take one and so you know if if times do get difficult then they've got a token to prove they're a regular customer because although I know some of my customers or quite a lot of them I don't know all of them some of them I just see and you know they come occasionally you know once a fortnight or something some of them I know personally some of them I've got to know over the years but not all of them um but there are some out there that uh, you know for instance I've got one particular lady who pays by back she pays in advance for an amount of eggs um she keeps track of it I trust her to do that but I don't really know what she looks like because I've never really taken you know I don't know she just uh, messaged me one day and said could I do this yes and she does it and um that's fine but I don't I don't know what she looks like (laughs) I don't know which one she is if you know what I mean so um back in the day uh we used to people used to ring the bell and I used to take the eggs out I could revert back to that but uh, again, there are there'd still be people I don't know um, that are regular customers, so I don't know how to approach it really. But I do feel that I want to protect those customers that have always come um, and always supported us somehow. Um, so I guess I'll just have to keep thinking on that and uh, see if I come up with anything. I, maybe the token thing is going to be the best, but I kind of feel like I've left that a bit late because if anybody's come in to just shuffle around and see if we've got any eggs that don't usually come, they're going to see the tokens and take them anyway. I could put up a notice that says regulars only and uh, probably a lot of people will take a notice of that and then go, but some won't. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's difficult. If anybody's got any ideas, please let me know. 
Um, as I said in the previous one, it's Thursday. And so that's the end of this week's podcast. And so thank you for listening. I'm going to go out and have a nice day. Hopefully it's not too cold out there. Um, I was just talking quickly talking to Shelley about the whole egg customer loyalty thing. And she said, just you can't unless you but you would just get too heavily involved with it. If it's uh, you might as well just leave it as it is and people have to take their chances. But uh, yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't sit well with me that people just don't come and then they just want you when they need you. <laughs> not when you know, not to support you. which I find really annoying. But hey, ho, that's human nature. So, yes, thank you very much for listening this week and I will catch up with you again next week and have a good one, whatever you're doing.